None of the content on this or any episode of the Kratom Science Podcast, Kratom Science Journal Club, or on any page of KratomScience.com is intended, nor should it be considered medical claims or medical advice. This is the Kratom Science Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gallagher, blog and social media writer for KratomScience.com, your source for all things Kratom. First and foremost, there is a fundraiser for the family of Marshall Price on GoFundMe.com. I'll put a link in the description, or you can just go to GoFundMe.com. There's a search in the top left, type Marshall Price, and you'll see it. It's called the Marshall Price Memorial and Justice Fund. They're trying to raise money for funeral expenses and funding that the family will need to start their journey to obtaining some kind of justice for what happened. This man died in prison from injuries under suspicious circumstances, and these injuries, fractured skull, broken ribs, ruptured spleen, constitute uh, pretty obvious violence against him by someone we don't know who. And so more details and and new stuff that's come to light coming up, but I have another announcement from the family, and I'm just going to read it. It's a post by uh, Julian Jones, uh, Marshall Price's daughter, on Facebook. I'm just going to read it verbatim. This is Green County Jail. For a peaceful demonstration, quote, This Friday at 5 p.m., we plan to do our first demonstration at the jail, located at 1809 North Rocking Chair Road, Paragold, Arkansas, 72450. Bring signs, posters that say things like, Justice for Marshall, Kratom saved his life. Feel free to get creative. Remember, this is a peaceful demonstration. Our actions will directly reflect Marshall. He was a peaceful man, as we are peaceful people. Join us. Let's show Green County Jail that we will not be quiet. Unquote. And that's from Julian Jones, the daughter of Marshall Price. So, if you can get to that area on uh, Friday, December 16th at 5 p.m. Central Time, do so. We're also going to have at 6 p.m. Central Time... There's going to be a Twitter storm, so we're going to all tweet hashtag Justice for Marshall, hashtag Justice for Marshall Price, hashtag I am Marshall Price, and a little bit of explanation for the last one. Uh, Back in 2016, when Kratom was being challenged by the DEA and it was overturned, people were posting hashtag I am Kratom to keep Kratom legal, so... Saying I am Marshall Price kind of represents that, you know, any one of us could have been him if we were in that state in possession of Kratom. If we were in any of these states where Kratom is illegal, you know, there's a chance we could all end up in that situation. Because that's what the drug war does to people. It kills them. Sometimes literally kills them. It takes their life away by taking their freedom away. 
And this is this is a perfect example of a guy who was wasn't violent. His uh, prior crimes were stemmed from a health issue known as you know substance abuse disorder. He was uh, addicted to heroin, but from all accounts, he was a good guy. He wasn't. And the trafficking charge was absolute bullshit. He just got enough Kratom so he didn't have to drive and get more. And it was saving his life. And that's why he risked breaking the law. So people with these like cavalier comments about, Oh, why was he carrying it if it was against the law? Well, it's because there's no other options for a lot of people. He had a prior charge for non-prescription Suboxone. So, maybe he didn't have that option of and Maybe it didn't work for him. So, that's why this whole drug war is stupid, and it hurts people. And if you're in favor of prohibition, then you're being stupid. Don't be stupid. Yeah, Mike Overstreet's doing a lot of the legwork in this case, so I want to give uh, him and also Misty Brown... And definitely the family. They're all doing their own journalism. Um, There has been a good article that I might quote from uh, a little bit. Um, There are some good journalists down there in Northeast Arkansas. It's called uh, the Northeast Arkansas Report. I'm going to put a link to that article posted December 9th by um, Stan Morris. In Custody Death of Green County Man Devastates Family. That's a good article. So there's journalism going on. So... So Mike posted a letter from an inmate to the inmate's, I believe, sister, who happened to be friends with the Marshall Price family. The inmate's sister sent this letter, forwarded it to the family of Marshall Price because it had to do directly with his death. I'm going to attempt to read this letter. It's uh, typed in all caps. The author of the letter seemed to write it. Um, very quickly and he seemed to be afraid to write it the letter because of what he witnessed in in this jail so this is from an inmate who was in the Greene County Jail when Marshall Price died this is his account and this is a letter to his sister he's talking about his own situation he's trying to get out of there before the holidays and he's in fear for his own life uh, but uh, but I'll just I'll just try to read it and bear with me because it's there's a lot of like misspellings and stuff. The guy seemed hurried and and I'll post the link to this in the description. And there's going to be links to everything. And, and I'll and I'll have the announcements for the um, demonstration and and the tweet storm. I'll have everything written down so you can refer back to it <clears throat> without having to rewind uh, the podcast. Um, We're not going to release the guy's name because we might put him in danger if we do. Quote, Listen to this. Yesterday around 11 a.m. before lunch, it was real quiet because everyone was still asleep. I heard this noise, which is not hard to figure out because it sounds like someone was fighting. So I got up, came out of my cell, and went downstairs to see what it was. And this guy, whose name was Marshall Price, fell out because he was having a heart attack or something but he had hit his head on the bed which is steel and he was incoherent and did not know who he was so I hit the button in the day room and told the staff 
So they came and took him out for about 20 minutes or so. And then he came back, but he was not good. So around 5.30 or so, I went and looked in on him, and he was almost dead. So hit the button again and told them. So that when they came in here again, of course they made us all locked down. But everybody in here could hear the nurse and police talking to him. But he was so bad fallen, and they just let him die. Well, we call his daughter, and this other guy in here talked to her. But it's because he hit his head, and the reason he fell out was because his blood pressure, it says was 40 over 60. I'm not sure if that's right. So when they took him out the second time, he was gone. Then they came in here and brought a dog and tore the barracks up saying there was drugs in here. But that's not true, sis. They let the man pass away and it's so awful. It's hard to read this shit. So I'm praying for that man's family and his soul that the Lord has taken it to heaven. I feel really bad and these people here don't care about us and I'm scared about that because he should have not died and I'm scared to even write this letter to you but I love you and I hope you read this please try and find out about me leaving this place please love your bro always well much respect to that guy you see how they brought the dogs in and blamed drugs after after the man was clearly beat to death? And if another prisoner beat him up, then why would they be saying shit like he slipped and hit his head? But, uh, yeah, respect to that guy, whoever he was, for trying to help. These, guys, these people are in prison are human beings. You, you can't forget that. Most of them in there didn't do any violent stuff. Most people are just like the rest of us who have flaws, but would try to help somebody else out. Like I said, another reminder, go to the GoFundMe, search Marshall Price, and donate what you can to the family. I know it's a hard time around Christmas, but just give you what you can. There's no shame in giving, giving five bucks or whatever. I see I see a lot of people I know on there have been given more money than they probably have at this time of year. So people are digging deep. Yeah, there's there's a few creative vendors, people in the community they're given. So I think I'll um read more about what the family says on the on the GoFundMe page about the statements they were given from uh the Green County Sheriff. Quote while the sheriff's office has not released an official statement beyond the fact that Marshall died while in custody and the investigation is ongoing, their initial response to Sheena, this is Sheena Palmer, Sheena Palmer's sister, their initial response to Sheena was that Marshall fainted and hit his head, most likely on a bunk, and was patched up and quickly sent back to his pod. They claim that when Marshall's heart started to decelerate, the ambulance was called in, and they took him to the hospital. This story does not account for Marshall being taken out by the ambulance from the jail medical, not his cell. 
They are awaiting further action as the state police will be taking over the case. Unquote. There's no, there's no way that something suspicious isn't going on if they've given these bullshit statements like that. I'll just read a little bit more from the GoFundMe page. This was like towards the end of the events. Quote, it wasn't until about 5.30 p.m. when the emergency button was hit for a second time and Marshall was almost dead, the jail staff returned to check on him. The jail staff then decided to come in and lock down the pod, wasting time talking to an incoherent and failing Marshall instead of immediately calling an ambulance. It's reported that not, not until Marshall was dead did the jail staff call the ambulance. We are told inmates pleaded to get Marshall help while he lay suffering, dying during these six dreadful hours, all to no avail. It's also been reported that instead of helping a man in need, the pod was locked down, drug dogs brought in, and everyone was searched for drugs. Inmates vehemently say that this was not the cause of Marshall's death. We want answers. We want to know what happened to Marshall. We want the people involved to be held accountable for his death. We want the nonsensical Kratom ban to be overturned in Arkansas so people can freely and safely consume this life-saving plant medicine that Marshall's family knows saved his life. We want his original wrongful conviction to be appealed and overturned. We want justice for Marshall and his family. The family has hired legal counsel and will be pursuing all available legal recourse to hold everyone accountable, unquote. And there was a wake on Sunday, December 11th. And that wasn't the first time somebody died in Greene County Jail in uh, Paragold, Arkansas. Just from a quick Google search, uh, last year from September 2021, there's an article in the Jonesboro Sun. Uh, The headline is Sheriff's Department Reports Inmate Death. I'll read it. Quote, the death of an inmate at the Greene County Detention Center is under investigation. Detective Captain Tony Williams received notification from Sheriff Steve Franks. That's the same sheriff as now. At around 8 p.m. September 12th regarding possible in-custody death, the victim was David Justin Chisholm of Paragold. According to Williams' report, when he arrived at the detention Center. He learned Chisholm had already been transported by ambulance to Arkansas Methodist Medical Center for treatment. Williams wrote in the report that he was escorted to the incident scene, Pod North 5 Cell 4, where he took photographs. Williams then went to the AMMC emergency room where he learned Chisholm was pronounced deceased. Williams spoke with Greene County Coroner Dick Pace, who told him that the first thing the next day, Chisholm's body would go to the state crime lab for an autopsy. Unquote. That's the same type of thing that happened. I mean, just looking at this now, I'm looking up this guy's name. There's no other reporting beyond that. But we're going to make sure that doesn't happen uh, to Marshall Price. Jonesboro's son didn't even bother to follow up on that story. There's no other stories about it on their website. It's really bizarre. Uh, For the special report we did, which was the last um, episode in your feed... A lady by the name of Sharon Harnett commented on the YouTube page, quote, My son almost died in custody at Greene County Detention Center. He was airlifted out and barely survived. He has permanent damage because of what happened. I would be happy to see the whole county prosecuted, unquote. Uh, So I commented to Sharon to email, email us the details 
and sharing if you would. It's kratomscience2020 at gmail.com if you're listening. And there, there's another comment on a different report about uh, this place is known to have that the guards beat up on the inmates. Yeah, I'm sure all this information will be will help the case for the Price family um, if they can establish a pattern of abuse in this place. Because if it was another inmate, why wouldn't they be prosecuting them? Like, where, where are the quote-unquote real killers? I don't see any follow-up reports of any of these things that say, you know, another inmate was uh, charged with uh, beating up his fellow inmate. Okay, and I'm going to read from this report. This is NEAReport.com. NEA, I think, stands for Northeast Arkansas. It's uh, from a story called In Custody Death of Green County Man Devastates Family. This is posted December 9th by Stan Morris. They're doing some good journalism there, I can tell. Marshall Ray Price, 46, died while in custody of the Green County Sheriff's Department and its current sheriff, Steve Franks. The sheriff confirmed the news to NEA report by email on Friday, so they got an email from him. Quote, Mr. Price was taken to the hospital and passed away several hours later, unquote, Franks wrote. Frank's wording left vague whether Price was in custody. NEA report confirmed in a second email that Price was in custody, Frank said. So they're confirming that he was in custody now while he died. Arkansas State Police spokesman Bill Sadler confirmed an investigation has been opened at the request of local authorities. And this is a quote from Bill Sadler from Arkansas State Police. There is an active ongoing criminal investigation underway at the request of local authorities. While agents are continuing their work, they are awaiting a formal ruling by the state medical examiner as to the manner and cause of death. Upon completion of the investigation, the case file will be submitted to the Greene County Prosecuting Attorney for review and consideration. Unquote. And that was Bill Sadler, spokesman for Arkansas State Police. And yeah, this goes on to talk about, which I did in in a previous uh, Kratom Science article, about how this uh, Keith Cressman, this guy that uh, also blocked the West Memphis Three from introducing DNA into their case, he when they prosecuted uh, Marshall for, and sent him to jail for 10 years for Kratom, they put out a press release and celebrated it, uh, which is pretty disgusting. There's a lot of people in this situation that seem to enjoy being wrong and enjoy uh, inflicting violence on inmates. And there's just some just really depths of human depravity stuff going on here. And this stuff happens in county prisons uh, in my own county. It's uh, Allegheny County, the county that Pittsburgh sits in. There are a lot of unsolved inmate deaths and it happens several times a year where an inmate suffers some kind of injuries, we don't, nobody knows where we're from, they're released to the hospital, the hospital pronounces them dead. It's just kind of a sleazy way to get out of uh, the fact that, at the very least, these jails are being negligent and not caring for uh, somebody who's injured, not responding to their injuries in a proper way because they treat them like low-life scum because, uh, oh, they did something horrible like Carrie Kratom. And at the worst, it seems like the the staff at these jails are do, the ones doing the beating.
In this case, there was already attention being brought to it. It was suspicious from from the time of his arrest. Uh, they probably had no probable cause to pull him over. The taillight charge was dropped. They were probably waiting at the border. The family reports that they had harassed this guy in the past. They were just like kind of bullied him because he had a drug problem or something like that. You know, we had done an article on it. Uh, Mike Overstreet and this guy John Griggs, who um, I'm just getting to know he's uh, Batch Kratom on Twitter, at Kratom Batch. He is a former uh, law enforcement officer, and he put in an open records request to the Greene County Sheriff's Department surrounding the arrest and, and everything having to do with that case, such as, you know, police cameras, whatnot. So there's attention being brought to it. There's some indication that these, uh, these police have something to cover up from the get-go. They just thought he was going to be a guy that they could they could bully, make an example out of, and, and send to prison for a long time. I mean, I'm the same age as Marshall Price. I was born in 76. Ten years in prison, getting out when you're 56 years old, that's a big chunk of time, especially at this age. It's a lot different from spending your 20s in there. You'll, you're still young when you get out. Once you get in your 40s, every year takes a lot more time off you than than your younger years did. So it's just a freaking mess, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can to get to the bottom of it. And uh, yeah, if 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 I have to have if every freaking episode has to be an update, it will. Um, I don't know, you know, there's probably going to be a considerable amounts of time where we have to wait for information, but if I have new information, even if I'm doing a different interview or something, I'm going to be posting an update about Marshall Price as much as I can. We're going to, we're going to keep bringing as much attention as this little podcast can, but the Kratom community as a whole is a powerful voice, uh, the folks who were involved in 2016. But yeah, especially Mike and Misty and uh, and John who did the open records request. These guys are really leading this thing. And and, and the family of Marshall Price is, is really active and articulate. And I know they're not going to stop until they get justice. Yeah, please check out the GoFundMe link for the Marshall Price Memorial and Justice Fund and donate as much as you can to help this family out. Music is risey. The song is called Memories of Thailand. Kratom Science Podcast is produced by me, Brian Gallagher, for KratomScience.com. Take care.